Hello, and welcome to the Family Business Podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping family businesses thrive. My name is Ross Hayworth, and each week I will share insights and experiences to help you to navigate the complexities that can come from being in business with your family. You will also hear directly from family businesses who have been kind enough to share their own stories. As ever, I am grateful for the support of my good friends over at the Institute for Family Business. The IFB support family businesses in overcoming their challenges and help them build lasting legacies, something that we have a shared passion for. You can find out more about their work by heading over to ifb.org.uk. Right, let's get on with this week's show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Family Business Podcast. I hope that you are well, that your family are safe and that you are coping as best you can in the current circumstances. On this week's show, I'm going to be talking a little bit about reasons to be hopeful and also some ideas around what you can be doing with your time, depending on obviously the individual situation with your own business you may have uh, much more time on your hands than you have historically. And so I thought I'd just share some uh, ideas around things that you can be doing to utilize the time in as productive way as possible and come out the other side of this crisis in a stronger position. Obviously, the podcast at the beginning of the year, for those that, that listen on a regular basis, the beginning of the year, I moved it to a series-based approach where uh, first series was on governance the second series was due to be on succession planning, but that's kind of been postponed for the moment to allow us to produce more useful content, hopefully, than just generic topics. So I hope uh, you'll bear with me. Slightly less scripted, if that's the right phrase, than the series-based episode. Obviously, uh, a lot of planning goes into those episodes. And these episodes now are much more about what I'm seeing on a day-to-day basis, both with the clients that I'm working with and the the broader sense of what we're seeing out there. In terms of what we're seeing from our clients, the last three weeks to a month has obviously been a, a very testing time for everybody. But what we're hearing from them is they're now starting to settle into the fact that they're understanding what support is available to them. They're able to plan for the next three to six months in order to understand their cash flow, to understand um, which of their employees they can furlough and and things like that. And I think there's now, it's less of a shock to the system at the moment than it was certainly a few weeks ago. And so I thought now would be the right time to look at some of the things that we could be doing. It's certainly some of the things we're talking to our clients about at the moment. But before I get into that, the past three episodes that I've recorded have all been focused on things that we can be doing to um, cope with the current situation. So the first episode in, in the last three was with Fiona Graham from the Institute for Family Business. Her and I discussed the support that's available from government. And the IFB have a fantastic page on their website that is dedicated to pointing you in the right direction for that support. So if you're listening to this and you're still not sure where to get support from, my first recommendation would be to check out the page from the IFB. They've got loads of links on there to various different schemes. 
to help support you through this time. If you are listening from outside the UK, which I know um, a lot of our listeners are from outside the UK, uh, again, I would suggest you go to your local authority, government or statewide um, authority, to understand what support is available to you during this time. It's obviously a very fast-changing situation, but I think most of the support mechanisms that have been announced are now starting to come to fruition. Uh, And so hopefully um, you'll be able to find some support for uh, you and your business from those resources. With the theme of support, I just wanted to mention that Myself and my colleagues from the Family Business Consultancy, which is the business that I now work for, we are willing and happy to give our time for uh, no charge to help support families during this difficult time. In our role as consultants, we're very often called upon to support clients through times of major change, crisis or heightened emotion, and it's kind of what we do best. So given the current circumstances, given the fact that we feel that we should be doing as much as we possibly can to help support family businesses wherever you are in the world, we are offering access to our consultants at this time to help if we can. There's no charge, there's no obligation, you don't have to continue working with us beyond this. It's just something if you would find it useful to have somebody to talk to if you're facing challenges in your family business. We're impartial, we're non-judgmental we listen and we are there to help. One of the things I'm gonna cover later on in the show is if you've got more time on your hands, some of the things that you could be doing within the business, we're here to help with that as well. So if you do have time on your hands whilst the business is effectively in hibernation, we can support you in getting the family business affairs sorted too, so that you can emerge from this crisis ready to face the challenges and opportunities ahead. Now, we appreciate not everybody's going to be in that position, but the offer stands nonetheless. If we can help, we would love to help. Please head over to thefbc.co.uk to find out more information. Or if you head over to fanbizpodcast.com, there is a button at the top that says work with Russ. If you scroll down on that page, there is a link to my calendar where you can book uh, an hour Uh, in the calendar to sort of start the discussions as to how we might be able to help so if you think that would be useful please do get in touch Um, you can of course email me russ at thefbc.co.uk as well we're here for you and we'd be delighted to help if that would be useful the following podcast that i recorded was then focused on mindfulness and how we can be using that to help us get through the current crisis that we're facing. Just from a personal perspective, I found this very useful. Last week, I spent an awful lot of time at my desk thinking I should be doing something to be productive, to be useful, to help support people as best I can. And it wasn't always the most productive of times. And so I found the hints and tips that Martin gives in the episode on mindfulness, Martin Stepek, I found them really useful and I've allowed myself this weekend to, so that I'm recording this on the uh, Sunday evening, I've allowed myself some time this weekend to actually take some time away from the desk. Um, Ironic that I'm recording this on a Sunday afternoon now, but that is a result of getting some clarity, some headspace, 
some fresh air, some sunshine, which has been nice today, but also spending some time sort of rediscovering some of the music that I really like listening to. Also, I made some bread today, which is the first time in a long time that I've made bread and it, it turned out okay. I would say that, but I think it's actually not a bad loaf. But I think the lessons from the podcast with Martin is that we need to look after our mental health in order to um, see us through this tough time. And I highly recommend listening to that if you haven't done so already. And then the most recent episode that I've recorded was with a panel which included some of our friends from Family Business Norway, Elizabeth from the Institute for Family Business, Alex Scott from Sander, and John Learmonth, who has written an article on the characteristics that family businesses demonstrated during previous crises. Just to summarise what those characteristics were, in no particular order, perseverance, strong leadership, getting organised, maintaining reputation, the human assets within the business, entrepreneurship and diversification. And we go into a lot of detail on those in the previous episode. And we're going to touch on a couple of them in today's show as well. So if you haven't listened to those podcasts, please go and check them out after this one. And uh, I hope that they will prove useful. So I thought it would be useful just to offer some words where I'm finding some hope in what I'm hearing and seeing from various different sources around the world and one of the things that I think is important is to maintain our optimism. We have been faced with a crisis that is, I don't want to overuse the word, but unprecedented. So I thought I'd spend a couple of minutes just highlighting some of the reasons why I think we have reasons to be hopeful, not just now but going into the future, which frankly is going to be uncertain but when is it not and it's going to provide some challenges but but also again I would argue when doesn't life throw us um, challenges these are different they're on a global scale and are affecting us in ways that perhaps we haven't uh, been affected previously but I do also think that because this is a global issue we have the best minds in the world working on how to solve and cure this pandemic we have the brightest scientists and doctors looking at how we can create vaccines as to how we can treat and help those who are suffering from the virus. And so if it was a, a localised um, issue, we perhaps wouldn't have the same level of expertise and, let's face it, money being thrown at trying to find a solution to this. I'm hopeful and I have confidence that those that are tasked with coming up with those solutions will do so. Another reason to be hopeful is that this will pass. This is a crisis that we can see from the data that we're seeing from various different places around the world that once this is under control, that life can return to some form of normality and it might not be next week or next month, but eventually this will pass and we will return to life as normal, whatever that normal looks like. And uh, what I find really encouraging is that every day when we wake up, we are one day closer to that day where normality will return. And yes, it might be different and yes, there might be stages to that. 
but every day we are closer to that time and one of the things I am looking forward to is that feeling of uh, excitement, euphoria even, that is likely to come at the point where we can say that we have beaten this virus. And I think that's a matter of when that happens rather than if that happens, given the scientific advances that we're seeing and the progress that is hopefully being made towards a vaccine and effective removal of this virus from from our ecosystem. In addition to that, I'm also really proud of lots of different businesses, but particularly uh, family businesses that we see who are adapting the way in which they produce things to help support the health services in fighting this. And a prime example is gin distilleries who were previously producing delicious gin who have now moved to the production of hand gels and hand sanitizer and it just goes to show that the um, saying of survival of the fittest could perhaps more aptly be put as it's survival of those who are able to adapt to change the quickest and I think that is something where family businesses can um, do that in, in a far more effective way than perhaps big sort of corporate organizations that have layers and layers of management bureaucracy the ability for families to adapt their business and to ensure that it's there beyond this crisis is uh, is a very valuable asset to have coupled with the fact that family businesses have a foundation which is built on core values it's important to recognize these and the potential competitive advantage that it gives over the organizations who don't have these core values or if they have they've been done via a exercise that effectively spouts out the same core values irrespective of what type of business um, they are and so i think where others may be struggling for direction may be struggling for leadership with how to act and treat their staff and customers Family businesses are really well positioned to do a really good job with that. Now, I'm not naive enough to think that every family business out there will be um, doing that, but the vast majority, I'm sure, will be dealing with their staff, with their customers in a very open way, will be communicating proactively with them. And I'll come on to this a little bit more later on, but this is a huge opportunity to really continue to build trust and loyalty with um, customers during this time. More encouraging things are that there has never been a better time to be alive and the next best time is tomorrow. So the advances that we see in technology, the access to knowledge and experts that we have, the ability to utilise things like Zoom, which I know is literally zoomed uh, in terms of its use recently the the ability for us to use technology to stay in touch with people that 10 20 30 years ago we would have really struggled and so that's only going to improve and what we might find is that the current situation actually fast forwards our ability to utilize technology in a way that will mean we can innovate with products we can innovate with services we can create more to offer our customers and clients and, and and I think that's a really positive element 
to what we're seeing at the moment. There's endless posts on social media around people having family lunches via Zoom. And I'm not suggesting that we replace human interaction with everybody sitting around a computer to eat their Sunday lunch. But what it does show is that the possibilities are there. And whereas before we might be reluctant to embrace these types of technological advances, we're now in a position where we kind of have to. If we don't accept that technology is going to be there to help us interact with people, then other businesses who have taken that on board and will adapt to that um, are likely to get a, a step ahead. But overall, I think the access to technology, knowledge and experts that we have now is fantastic. We have now moved to working with clients via video conferencing where we can't do face-to-face. That's something that will probably now increase given that we are proving that it can work. It can be as effective as face-to-face. It's obviously not as nice as seeing people in person, but given the circumstances, it's the next best thing um, and is proving really effective with our own work. So uh, again, I think that's a reason we can all be uh, positive. Another positive that it may be a stretch for uh, some of us to think of this as a positive, but we, we have effectively been given a gift of time at the moment. If, like me, a lot of my time was spent going and seeing people and firstly telling them about what it is that we did or sitting down and, and working with families uh, face-to-face in order to tell them about the work that we can do and unsurprisingly the frequency of that happening has um, dropped over recent weeks and so I find myself with more time on my hands and frankly two kids running around the house and my partner trying to work at the same time means that working in a conventional way is difficult at the moment but if we have got this gift if you like of additional time how many times would we have said over recent weeks months and years that I wish I had a bit more time to do x and so what I'm starting to do is understand the things that I can do at the moment that are going to be beneficial and I have thought of a list of things that you may be looking at yourselves that might be useful as well so first one of those is Use this opportunity to help engage family members in the business, particularly looking with an eye towards the next generation. Now, more than ever, their input and contribution is going to be needed. Although this crisis is hopefully a very short-term crisis, the implications from it will last for a long time, and that will impact substantially on the next generation in the business. Now, Depending on ages, it might not be practical to um, bring them in and engage them in uh, future strategy or decisions about where the business is going to go. But also it might be very relevant given their ages to bring them in and start discussing with them around how the business might want to adapt going forward, whether there's an alternative direction that the business could take, whether there's innovations that could be brought in to enhance and improve the service offering or product that it is that you have and so engaging your next gen now will get them bought into whatever strategic decisions will um, be in place for the future of the business i think it's a really important opportunity um, and one that the next gen themselves if they're engaged and want to be involved in the business will will thrive at will flourish at because 
they are going to have an understanding of the behavior and characteristics of their peers who are also going to be the future consumers of whatever product or service it is that you are offering. So that would be my first tip on that. In addition, it's a fantastic opportunity to learn and it might be something where you have wanted to learn to play a guitar or learn how to speak Spanish or something where you've wished that you had the time to be able to do and never got round to. And again, with one eye on the, the business side of things, there might be elements to the business that you want to learn and develop. And so this, again, is an opportunity to be able to do that and spend time on the business. If you are deciding to spend some time on the business, some of the things that you could be looking at, for example, is to ensure that there is a clear strategy and direction for the business coming out of this crisis. If you have been given uh, the time in order to be able to do this, it it may come round sooner than we expect that life starts getting back to normal. And if we haven't taken advantage of the time that we have now, then we might start one step further back than some of our competitors when things do start to return to normality. So it's a very good opportunity to discuss with your family, with your management teams, what strategic direction you want the business to take and what improvements, uh, enhancements you might want to have in place for when you can open your doors again. I also think this is an, an incredible time to be able to educate your consumers. If typically speaking, you would market to sell a product and you're unable to sell that product at the moment, continuing your marketing efforts, but on the basis of educating your consumer about the various different things that you offer, I think is a fantastic way of doing things. So there's a garden center near me, for example, who are closed. They can't sell anything at the moment, but they are producing really useful guidance to their customers on what sort of plants do well in this weather, what sort of plants do well in that condition, when you should be doing this, when you should be doing that. So that when people are able to go and use their services again, they've been um, kept informed of the sorts of things they should be looking at. And I think that's a really good example of how you can continue to market your business to continue to build customer loyalty and trust at a time when you may not actually be able to trade. Linked to that, you might also want to have a look at how human behavior might change given what we're going through at the moment. So we're seeing an increase in the use of technology. We're seeing an increase in the use of delivery services and specific collection services. And if that's something that consumers get used to, if it's something that becomes more convenient than traipsing around a showroom looking at various different products, if they're able to do that from the comfort of their own home, they may continue to, to do that once things start to return to normal. And so if you can adapt and offer services that will reflect the changes in human behavior that we're seeing at the moment, then that may also give you a competitive advantage. Just a very quick shout out to a previous guest on the podcast, Kenda McDonald, who is the co-founder of Automation Ninjas, looks at behavioral marketing automation. 
And so she uses biopsychology to build marketing plans and marketing automation plans. And it's that kind of thing that can really set you apart once things return to some form of normality. She's been on the show recently. It's an episode on marketing automation. If you look down the list of your episodes, it's four or five episodes ago. So again, I would uh, recommend you check that out. This again may sound counterintuitive and it's uh, a bit like fixing the roof whilst there's a storm. But the previous series of the podcast was focused on governance and the use of governance to help ensure that the right people are having the right discussions at the right time and now is also an opportunity for you to look at whether those forums exist and whether there's any improvements or enhancements that can be made to those forums to make your communication as a business more effective and so I would suggest looking at the previous series on governance and having a look at what can be applied to the business now. It might not be the time for a complete overhaul, given that we are in difficult circumstances and having deep and meaningful conversations around things like values. That might be something that is still spread out over time because um, if you listen to that series, one of the things I banged on about an awful lot in there is that putting in a governance structure is something that should take time and should take care. So you might want to look at what communication forums can be put in place between the owners, managers, and those that work in the business. And now might be a good time to do that. It possibly isn't the time to overhaul everything, but there are certainly steps that can be taken to start that process um, again, so that when things get back to normal, there is an improvement in the way in which things are communicated. The current crisis might also have forced you to look at your business continuity plans. If you haven't had business continuity plans in place, it might be that you've had to put one in place over the last uh, month or so. And that may also start your thinking around things like succession planning. We'll come on to it in the series that I do on succession planning, but effectively succession planning is business continuity planning. It just tends to involve the departure of one figure and the appointment of another to the sort of managing director role within that business so it it is part of the same thing it is a business continuity plan rather than I think there can be quite negative connotations around succession planning because it suggests the end of one era and the beginning of another and that can make those discussions quite tricky to start but if you're looking at continuity anyway as it stands at the moment now might be a good time to start those conversations around the continued success of the business way beyond the current crisis. I think it's also really important to point out that there is an awful lot of human capital that you have access to within the business, be that within your family unit or uh, within the wider staff and employees within the business. So some of your staff may well have also been given this gift of time. And one of the ways to use that productively is to ensure that you retain communication with those staff members and keep them informed of what's happening within the business because otherwise they may have their own thoughts and feelings about how things are going and it might be causing them unnecessary anxiety. So I would encourage proactive communication with your staff as well at this time. Probably one of the most important things is to ensure that you are looking after your physical and mental health. 
And I mentioned earlier on the episode I recorded with Martin Stepek, who is a family business expert. He is a former family business owner and is a mindfulness teacher. And in that episode, Martin discusses the neuroscience behind why mindfulness is so effective. And given a, we are in a time of heightened emotion, we're in a time where there's a lot of fear, anxiety and grief around. Using mindfulness to help us collect our thoughts, to put things into perspective and to effectively help us make better decisions, I think can only have a positive impact on the business going forward. Here in the UK, we are currently permitted to an hour of exercise a day. We are being treated, if that's the right word, to a PE lesson every morning at 9am by somebody called Joe Wicks, who is a, known as the body coach. He's a, a personal trainer here in the UK. He is doing high impact workouts for the kids and their parents at 9am. I've done most of them. I found them really enjoyable. They do set you up for the day. They also make you ache if you haven't done an awful lot of exercise um, recently. But looking after our physical health as best we can, given the circumstances, is really important as well. So ensuring we get away from the um, desk, away from the stress and strain of the current situation to look after ourselves, I think is really important and if our priority is to look after ourselves, our families, our businesses, the best way to do that is to, as they say on, on the plane, put your own oxygen mask on first. The final point I would make in this episode in terms of um, positives and things that we can be doing during this time is talking to our peers, utilising the community and network that we have around us. I'm finding that the vast majority of people that I'm speaking to are in a very similar position to me. They might still be working, but they are um, not traveling. They're not commuting to and from. They're not commuting to and from meetings. And so they have a little bit more time and don't have a huge amount of different people to talk to because most of them are at home with uh, their families. So Reaching out and talking and sharing experiences with others um, is, again, another way to help cement relationships during this time, to build relationships, to lean on people who are there to support us. And again, to echo the uh, statement I made at the beginning of the show, if you do want to reach out and have a chat, please do so. Head over to the podcast website, which is fanbizpodcast.com. Click on the Work With Russ tab. Scroll down, there's a link to my calendar. Or you can get in contact with us via the Family Business Consultancy website, which is thefbc.co.uk. So I'm aware I've kind of rambled a little bit (laughs) during that. Uh, I hope you bear with me. These episodes are slightly trickier to put together because um, I know everybody is in a different position your businesses will be in a different position. And so it's difficult without the specifics to give any sort of real specific guidance or advice at the moment. But hopefully some of that will have resonated, some of that will be useful. And if there's anything that you're doing that you think would be useful for our audience to know about, 
again please do get in touch and we can either get you on the show or i can share that with with the audience in episodes to come i have an exciting episode coming up at some point next week i'm just trying to sort out the logistics but there is a announcement that i'll be making on the podcast in conjunction with some colleagues from africa so do look out for an episode it'll probably be wednesday or thursday next week where I announce uh, something I think you'll find very useful and uh, I'm very excited about. So until then, take care, stay safe, stay sane, uh, and if we can help, get in touch. I hope you found this episode useful. If you have, then why not share it with your family and see what they think? I work with families just like yours to help them to better understand the complexities that can come with being a family in business. So whether you're just starting out or heading into the umpteenth generation, if you feel that I could help, check out fanbizpodcast.com forward slash work with Russ and get in touch. Until next time, take care.